welcome back, everybody, to a brand new quarantine episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and sitting here through the screen is Daniel. Hello, hello. How's it going today? Well, so far, so good. How's the stress of moving? It sucks. Busy, <laughs> busy, busy, busy. But you're getting rid of stuff, though, right? Oh, yeah. We've sized down a lot of crap. It's a lot of stuff that her ex-roommates left, too. Ain't that annoying? Oh, it's so annoying. One of them came and picked up, like, tables and stuff that they left at our house for storage. Oh, and then I was cleaning out the garage, and I found a box full of Christmas decorations. So she came back for the box. Then a few days later, we found more, and we're like, you know, fuck it. We're just dumping it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> You had three chances to get everything out of your, this house over several months. It's your fucking fault. Yeah, not to mention over several months, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I just weird, like, it. when I move out of where I'm living, I couldn't imagine just leaving stuff behind that. Just, meh. I don't fucking know, man. This ain't your parents' house, so we're just dumping it. Anything else that's not ours or we don't want when we leave is just going to the dump or getting donated eventually. All right. Well. Today, let's get in some movie talk here, Daniel. Today, we are going to be talking the original MASH movie from 1970, celebrating 50 years. So sit back, relax, grab that drink, and let's go to Korea. Or not. Yeah, you know. All right. So, Daniel, what are you drinking on your end? Do you even have a beer? Yeah. Oh, I just have a Hot Valley Alphadelic IPA. All right. So, I had one I had a few weeks ago on the show here. Breakside's What Rough Beast, but there's something new about it. It's now available in six packs. About damn time. See? No longer just a 22. Now, yeah. So, yeah, I grabbed a six pack of that today, and I was very excited. Nice. Because I don't always want a whole 22. Right, but it's the only way you get it, and you can't get beer to go in a growler or anything right now. So Not really. Alrighty. Is there anything out there, movie news-wise, that we should know about? Uh, movie news-wise, uh, just a couple things. I wrote down that uh, LeBron, James, and Adam Sandler are producing a Netflix movie together called The Husk, like called hustle and it's a basketball drama really yeah and but they're just too? producing it they're not like yeah they're not starring in it or yeah they're not starring in it but they say that a cameo from lebron james since it is a basketball movie wouldn't be out of the question okay and i thought that was interesting the only i saw one other piece of movie news that last night in soho the edgar wright like kind of thriller movie that was supposed to come out in September was removed from the September release schedule. Oh, no. is, I think it's yet to have a new release. Oh, man. So it's probably going to be early next year. Well, that's too bad. Is Looking forward guess. to that one. Yeah. And then the other two things is I saw that a couple famous people died. Lynn Shelton died and Fred Willard died. Fred and Lynn Willard. Shelton directed like at the yeah, Lynn Shelton directed, uh, I think she was the creator and at least a director on a few episodes of Glow. She did the Hulu show Little Fires that just came out and she directed Mad Men. 
So she had a lot of like good credits under her belt. She died at 55. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, yeah, Fred Willard, who's been. What is, or I'm sorry, she died at 54. What did he have? Like, I think I saw on, on IMDb 300 something credits to his name for acting. Just oh, yeah, been, like he's done voice acting. Like, just been a show one of my here favorite big roles he had was the Canadian broadcaster in uh, How I Met Your Mother, Who Knows Robin. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, family, wasn't he 70 show step by step like at least in a couple episodes of each of those i don't remember anything about that 70 show but yeah he's in oh uh, he was in best in show anchorman yeah just all kinds of stuff i'm sure family guy and simpsons did voices for those yeah 313 credits to his name on i according to imdb yeah and dead at 86 jeez well, lived a full life, I'd say. Yeah, he still looked pretty good for 86. Yeah. And I think he was still, up until recently, just still acting, still doing something. voiceover, yeah. something. So I uh, saw those, and I'm like, whoa. That's like an 86-year-old and a 54-year-old. I'm like, that's, I mean, 86, more, it makes a little bit more sense, but 54, that's just too soon for anybody. Yes, I agree with that. So yeah, that's all I have for movie news. All right, well. Let's move on here, Daniel. Anything else you saw out there this week that you want to share with our audience? I have not seen any new movies this week. No? I've got one I'm going to talk about here. Okay. I took one for the team, and I watched the new um, <clears throat> David Spade movie on Netflix, The Wrong Missy. <laughs> why? 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 Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it actually looked all right. Not half bad. I haven't seen David Spade in who knows how long. And uh, was it Lauren Lapkus? Is that her name? Lapkus? I think it's Lapkus. Lapkus. Anyway, I like her. She's fun. Uh, the only seen her in a couple things. Um, biggest thing was she was in uh, a security guard in Orange is the New Black. Okay. So she was in a few seasons of that. Uh, but yeah, she's a pretty funny gal. But yeah, so <laughs> the wrong Missy. And I, I should have guessed, but I didn't know. But yeah, I should have guessed that this was a uh, Happy Madison production. Makes sense. Yep. So written by Kevin Burnett, directed by Tyler Spindle, starring David Spade and Lauren Lapkus, as well as Rob Schneider. He's got a little bit of part in it, not too much. But so Tim, played by David Spade, thinks he's invited the woman of his dreams on a work retreat to Hawaii. Realizing it too late, he mistakenly texts somebody from a nightmare blind date that he had three months prior. So, hence the name, The Wrong Missy. But, uh, so yeah, this was a pretty cheeseball comedy. I mean, very predictable. It had some good moments, though. Um, Spade's good, but I would actually say that the uh, Lauren Lapkus carried the show. Like, she was pretty hilarious to me in this. I, I enjoyed her quite a bit over-the-top performance but really funny at the same time so yeah she was okay. definitely the driving thing throughout this entire movie and but yeah it, it was fun i mean it, it you know it makes for good date movie i guess i mean it's definitely not going to be a comedy for everybody uh but yeah hey, but when say, you're trapped inside you'll try anything <laughs> exactly and i don't know maybe i was just in the mood for a cheese comedy because i mean again even with being a little bit predictable i still laugh quite a bit I mean, there's some pretty funny parts. Um, like at the very beginning, they're meeting. They're meeting on a blind date, so they don't know what each other look like because they're set up by 
friends or I think it was his grandmother actually maybe they work together I don't know okay. anyway <laughs> they just have each other's phone numbers and she texts him hey I'm at the end of the bar I'm wearing this blue dress and this guy's bugging the crap out of me hurry come rescue me and he walks over to the gal in the blue dress looks down realizes she's pregnant it's like oh all right uh hey starts talking turns out the guy she, that was she was talking to was her husband and it turns out the girl was just playing him and then she she walks the real missy walks up and says oh hey it's me <laughs> oh that's weird <laughs> anyway f- pretty funny uh okay. but, but yeah it was fun it's on netflix so it's got nothing else to do during quarantine why not nothing else to do you got netflix. but yeah that's that's all i got this week because i just was like hey why not nothing wrong with the turn your brain off movie every once in a while well and that's exactly what it was but again everyone else around fade was fine schneider's role was eh, it was okay i've seen i've seen way funnier schneider and all the other characters are fine oh one gal that's in it i can't remember the actress's name but the gal that played um ah, shoot who's the girl that ted first gets engaged to in how many mother oh i forget her name but she was like the stella the, which is stella. yeah stella she was in like that same actor from scrubs but yeah she's in it okay okay all right yeah i know who you're talking about i don't know her name but she's in a lot of stuff yeah i can't think of the actress name either but yeah she's in it all right well moving on here daniel uh so i guess that's it for other things we saw this week because i've only got the one yeah, that's it. Let's uh let's start here. Let's get into some original mash movie. Through early morning fog I see visions of the things to be, the pains that are withheld for me. I realize and I can see. I didn't know this song had lyrics till I watched this movie. Was that the first thing you you thought at the very beginning? Yeah, I'm just like, like, oh, lyrics. I'm like, in the TV show, they don't have lyrics. No. And it's even like a different rendition of the song, too, Mm -hmm. I think. A little bit, yeah. But so, yeah, that's the first thing I noticed about MASH. But yeah, I've watched MASH. Throughout the years, like, I'm sure I haven't seen all of it. I haven't seen anything consecutively, but, I mean, they're standalone episodes for the most part. For the so most I've part. I've seen a lot of MASH over the years. What, staying at our grandparents' house, because that was one of the shows that they would love to watch, and that's one of the shows we were allowed to watch. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> that's Some of my early memories of MASH are mainly our mother watching reruns of it when we were kids. And, of yeah. course, as a kid, I didn't find it all that entertaining per se or funny i think a lot of jokes went over my head as a kid oh i'm pr- gotta be all of them go right? over your head so, so <laughs> as a kid i just kind of like eh, okay but well nothing else to watch and yeah we only had one tv at the time nothing else to do and hey at least i gotta watch something right <laughs> so i watched a lot of mash as a kid yeah <laughs> i feel like mash as a kid probably feels like a documentary you're like oh my god when is this gonna be over <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess my history with it so yeah watched it a lot as a kid and then probably i don't know, I think early college one of our cousins just started buying the seasons on dvd as they were getting released mm-hmm. and i borrowed at least the first four from them so i watched in consecutive order the first four seasons and then around that time i decided to go 
back and watch the MASH movie. And it was hard to watch because watching different actors inside the roles that I've become, you know, that I've over the years become to, you know, like and love through other actors was just a really hard transition. Because I'm like, this guy just doesn't look or feel like Hawkeye at all to me. Same with Trapper or Henry Blake or Frank Burns. Yeah, that's the thing that... That was the hardest leap for me is like, I, I'd never seen the movie and I, yeah, this, I have the same feelings when I was watching it today. I'm like, okay, like I've known the Hawkeye from the TV, you know, Duke from the TV show, the general from the TV show. Although the thing that even made it like, cause usually like once you settle into a movie, you kind of forget about that. But the thing that kept throwing me off is radar is the same guy. Yeah. He's the only thing that ties the two together. Yeah, so I'm just like, I had to look it up. I'm like, no, that's that's definitely Radar. And the fact that he's in both, I'm like, that kind of just throws off me being able to separate them. <laughs> right, because w- during this watch, um, again, same thing, because it's MASH is on Hulu right now, the series, and I've been watching it again. I started at the very beginning, just watching it in order. I'm like a third of the way through season five right now. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to watch somebody else play these characters that I finally was like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend we're at a different MASH unit. And these are just different characters altogether. But then they call him Hawkeye. <laughs> they do. He just he doesn't even have like similar like super similar characteristics to Alan Alda's Hawkeye. Like they're they're really different. Like if anything, um, the guy that, um, Elliot Gould who plays Trapper in this feels more like a Hawkeye in the Mash TV show than uh, the Hawkeye in the movie. Right. I mean, there are some like Hawkeye s things in the movie like when they're in japan and they walk in with their like hawaiian shirts and their golf bags and they're like hassling like the staff is like and then they finally get and then they start like just turn on the medical talk immediately like hey we need this 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 and then everybody's like oh shit these guys are serious <laughs> mm-hmm. you know there's and also like the scene preceding that when they're hitting golf balls and they're in hawaiian shirts and he's like are you kidding me like the guy like get the pilot gets out of the uh the helicopter and they start hassling him like really you're in the army button up your shirt <laughs> come on yeah you know so the, like the mandarins are there but something that i thought and you know i mean it, it it actually is is i when i was watching the movie i had the reoccurring thought i'm just like okay this is just like a bones of like the mass show and maybe it wasn't supposed to be that but i mean now that you know mash went for seven seasons and I think that's what most people know MASH from now is the TV show and not the movie. Yeah. So that, I'm like, this is, this is just like a blueprint. Like the characters are all here. They definitely make, uh, what's her name? Margaret, like way more likable in the TV show than she is in the movie. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, good, but it's like definitely just like the bare bones of what the show becomes. Like you get the basic archetypes of the characters. I'm glad that they actually, I like the general in the TV show a lot better but i do kind of like how he's kind of an idiot just like a dumb guy in are you talking about henry blake or or i think yeah the guy who's in charge of the mash unit yeah henry blake the glasses yeah yeah like yeah i kind of like how they like i like him a lot better in the tv show like all all these characters are so much more flushed down the tv show through all the because so this movie came out in 1970 and then two years later 1972 mash premieres and goes on for 11 seasons but yeah, so, I mean, Trapper's only in three seasons, but um, I don't know, Wayne Rogers. The, the nice thing about um, 
the show is like Wayne Rogers and Alan Alda just had such good chemistry as Hawkeye and Trapper in those three seasons yeah. that they were together. Just great chemistry. And you kind of, you get some chemistry between the Hawkeye and the uh, uh, Trapper in the movie, but it wasn't enough time to let things flush out. Cause I do feel like this movie, it kind of jumped from like scene to scene to scene, just kind of jumped all over the place. It's essentially, you're just watching like, yeah, this, the first thing that I kind of noticed, like once I settled in like the first half an hour, I'm like, okay, there's not really like a plot. You're no. essentially just stringing together like funny, funny scenes in like a mash unit, like together, kind of like the TV show. And it works well in the TV show. It just kind of, I mean, this essentially just feels like a super long episode of mash with a little bit more nudity. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the only difference besides the actors and the that they actually have some nudity in the movie that I was just like, oh, okay, so but it's pretty much mashed through and through. Yeah. Uh I mean overall, so I I mean I guess you did give your general thoughts. Did you enjoy it overall? Yeah, overall like I said, it was mashed. I enjoy mashed and this was fun. It was just a little bit of an adjustment. Even while I was watching it, Gavin came in while it was just paused on so like the, an operating scene and he's like are you watching mash i'm like yeah just the movie he's like oh i used to watch mash in my grandparents house <laughs> i think we all used to yeah exactly they, they used to be the only thing on me was it was grandparents I, I, houses i watched mash the adam west batman and mr ed mr ed <laughs> yeah they had like a throwback channel that all of them were on oh man get your batman on kapow I watched a lot of Adam S. Batman because, you know, when our mom was working, grandparents would pick us up from school, go over to their house. Four o'clock, I think, was when Batman was on. And I watched like two episodes of that. Then I think Mr. Ed. <laughs> Hilarious. Hmm. All right. So I, let's see here. I, I like the opening shot that you follow the helicopter and you kind of, you know, you get the, the song going. And yeah, did, so it's kind of crazy. I, I learned that that song was written by the director's 14 year old son at the time really yeah he wrote the so lyrics. I wasn't i just assumed it was like maybe a popular song of the time that was right for the movie that is insane that's crazy so yeah yeah for the longest longest time i never knew this this song had lyrics ever and then all of a sudden you're watching the movie and you're like oh <laughs> there's actually lyrics to it and it's actually kind of interesting that i wasn't expecting the song when the movie started so i was kind of surprised that they kept the intro song for the movie and they just kept as the intro for the tv show yeah it works it's a good theme song like i love watching as the intro like i actually it's pretty it's short enough that i never fast forward it when i'm watching it on hulu right just let it run through i mean it's got a nice little yeah little melody to it and again it goes by pretty quick but yeah, same thing. It was like kind of a longer stretched out version of the title sequence of the TV show where you see the helicopters coming in. You kind of get a quick glimpse of what everybody does on a day-to-day basis, which I like that. But yeah. then, yeah, we get right into it. Yeah, we meet up with Hawkeye and follow him over to the 4077 and just everything goes from there. So yeah. you know when he first gets there, he and uh, um, Duke go into the t- mess tent. Yeah. I guess somewhere in the background is Sylvester Stallone as an extra. Oh, really? I read up on that. I actually went back and looked, and I couldn't find him. That's pretty funny. But yeah, Sylvester Stallone is somewhere in that mess tent in that scene. <laughs> Just eating, <laughs> having conversation. Awesome. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, 
Yeah, shoot, what was I gonna say? I, 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 what was I gonna say? Fuck. <laughs> My mind's all over the place. Well, this movie's kind of all over the place. That's true. <laughs> I mean, well, it's it's consistent comedy, like, but like I said, there's no real storyline to follow through. They're just doing random goofy shit in between surgery, <laughs> which is what the show is. Yeah. Um, I guess I was talking about some of my moments that I liked. I did like the opening credit sequence and, you know, we follow Hawkeye around for most of it. Uh, Trapper comes into the picture. I do, I got to say, um, whereas it doesn't feel like the Trapper I know played by Wayne Rogers, Elliot Gold plays this Trapper guy excellent. I, I really like his version of it. Because what, he's, uh, he's, the person I know him from is what? Ross's dad from Friends, right? Yeah, he's uh, Ross and Monica Geller's dad. Exactly. Like, well, he's, also, like, he's also in the Ocean movies. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of those in a while. But yeah, I recognize him from Friends more than anything else. That's the thing I think I've seen him in. Isn't, isn't it crazy seeing him that young, too? He's like 32. <laughs> yeah, 32 has a huge mustache. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's funny to see he got like old, I mean, well, old people to me. And um, Tom Skerritt, who uh, played Duke. He was in Alien, Top Gun. I also have it written down here, Space Camp. Do you remember that movie from back in the day? Oh, we had it on VHS, but I never watched it. Oh, well, he was in, those are the three movies I know him from. But yeah, he's in all of those. It was funny seeing him super young, which I don't even remember the Duke character being in the show. Maybe he was in the first season a little bit, and then they just got rid of him. Because throughout most of the show, it's just, in the, especially in the swamp, it's just Hawkeye, Trapper, and Burns. Right. But and oh, Robert Duvall's Burns too. I didn't even talk about him yet. Here's an example of things jumping all over the place. It's like how fast he and Margaret hooked up, fell for each other and just I mean it was just like nothing to it. Yeah, I know. Like it's just like I know, I mean like it just moves from like scenes to scenes to scenes. I mean it's, and that's kinda like I don't know. I like the Margaret and the uh crap, what's his name? Burns. Burns. Frank. Yeah, Frank Burns. Like, I like the Frank Burns from the TV show, again, better, because he's more of a kind of a weird, like, kind of goofy guy who shouldn't be with her. But, she, you know, they have that, like, on and off, like, kind of... Yeah, I, I don't feel like trip. in the movie you get you get to know Frank Burns very well, like, at all. No, but I recognize Robert Duvall, and sadly enough, unfortunately, my first introduction to him was, I think, Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage when I was a kid. Huh? gotta start somewhere yeah i mean like i recognized a bunch of these people like donald sutherland didn't expect him to be hawkeye but there he was super young hawkeye yep and i remember the first time i saw him was in the italian job oh yeah <laughs> so like all these people that i'm vaguely familiar with are just showing up and then of course just well you uh, got uh fred uh fred williamson who's in dust till dawn yeah i like, noticed that too dr oliver yeah which is just great. Like, yeah, all these random people that I'm like vaguely familiar with to keep showing up. I'm like, oh, I recognize all these people. That's I know, awesome. I know him. So, I don't know, what are some of your favorite scenes? I've got a couple written down that are pretty funny. Just moments that I thought were great. Uh, well, well, yeah, I guess one that was really funny. Um, speaking of Frank Burns and Margaret, is when he's in her tent and Kai kisses the part where he's just like going in he's like god meant for us to find each other and she opens up her robe and is like his will be done yeah that 
And then it's followed by a what I is probably the funniest part of the movie to me is when you see Radar quietly put the microphone under the bed. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised, and I'm like, Radar! I can't believe Radar is the one that's doing. You're right. <laughs> I know Radar is not as, quite as shy in this as he is in the show. It seems like. No, he actually like that's kind of like in this movie. He's a bit more capable. He's like less bumbling. He's actually like on top of everything. Like that was one of my favorite running bits is like radar while I'm gone, this, this, this. And he's like, yeah, I, I know I've already done it. I've, everything's arranged. I already did that. <laughs> right. Every time they go to Yelp, I'm radar. Yes, sir. He's like yeah. right there behind him. Yeah. Happens with Frank, uh, Henry Blake quite a bit in the show, <laughs> but no, that's, that scene is hilarious. How he puts the microphone underneath the bed and then they just start out in the control room. What's funny too, the, the, uh, the priest comes in like, Oh, what station's this? And he starts, Oh, Frank. Oh, Frank. Like, oh, I, uh, I I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and after a little bit of like, oh, Frank, yes. Oh, yeah. And I, lo- I, and I don't think in the TV show they talk about the origins, uh, unless I just forgot, of where she gets the name Hot Lips from, the nickname. Whereas we find out in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just a carryover my lips so from hot, the movie. My lips are hot. <laughs> yeah. I just love, finally, Trapper's like, you know what? We, the whole camp needs to hear this. <laughs> Yeah, so they switch it on to the PA. Everybody just, oh Frank, oh I Frank. That was actually kind of like one of the things I realized. I'm like, oh, like the biggest difference, like uh, one of the bigger differences between the movie and the TV show. I'm like, oh, they're just kind of bigger dicks in the movie because it's a rated R comedy instead right. of a TV show. Get away with stuff more. Well, yeah. the next favorite scene, which also involves Margaret, is of course that shower scene. is just hilarious to me. Where I love how there's everyone's up. everyone's doing their own thing. All the nurses come walking by, and then they we we just the camera watches Margaret walk over, go into the shower. Then everybody gets up, grabs their chairs, and walks on over. And you know you never you never seen this, so you're probably like, what's what, what's going on? What are they doing? Oh, I mean, I figured out what was happening pretty fast. I'm like, oh, they're definitely gonna like just like I, I they like blow open the tent or something oh. yeah well it's just funny because trapper's got the napkin drops right. it and that's the sign you start hearing the drum rolls and stuff and then the guy cuts the rope and just whoosh. yeah i just thought it was like it was like the doctors and the nurses were all there which i thought was funny a couple of my favorite moments actually both involved the dentist because they're talking <laughs> about this guy who's a dentist. He's like the most well-endowed or has the best equipped dentist in the army. And it, all the guys are lining up to peep at the at the dentist's like junk. And I thought that was hilarious. That like, there's like, well, I got to see this. And they're all just like tapping, like watching lip or watching their uh, watch. Like, okay, now it's my turn. Like, whoa, now it's my turn. Whoa. Hey, isn't that, that's at the very beginning, right? When they, yeah, that's at we, the very beginning. That's right. That's pretty hilarious. And then <laughs> totally reminded me of like Porky's right there. And then the second only we're trying to get to look at the dentist junk. <laughs> yeah, and then the second scene involving the dentist, I was kind of like shocked. I'm like, this is actually kind of this is funny, but also kind of fucked up. But they're just like, oh, the dentist is like, oh, I was with a woman and I couldn't get hard, so I'm just gonna kill myself. <laughs> and. And then so immediately they're like having this go away dinner and they're doing the exact thing from the last supper, which I saw that, <laughs> that, right sh- that shot is just hilarious, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And then they're just like, okay, yeah. Give him the black pill. 
And then like, it just makes him like fall asleep for a little bit. And there's like, then they carry him into the gentleman's club and then they get that girl to, I mean, they don't really say what she does, but you know, one can assume. And then he, like the next morning, Hawkeye's just like, hey, how you doing, man? He's like, I'm doing great. All right, come on guys, bright and early, gotta get to work. He just has a completely different disposition. So funny. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that was fucked up, but also kind of hilarious. Cause that guy thinks he's straight up about to kill himself. Oh. <laughs> uh, they did a good job trying to save him though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was Oh. Back to the shower scene real quick. One part that was funny too is when Margaret goes running into Henry Blake's t- Henry Blake's tent and just starts yelling at him like, This yeah. is all your fault. There's nothing professional about this place. It's all because of you, you, you. And he's just, <laughs> just laying there and <laughs> laying there and better the chick. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> she storms off and then he just looks at the gal and he's like, more wine? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so de- being a rated R movie of 1970s, some stuff that just couldn't do in the TV show or get away with in the TV show that they get away right. with here. Well, one is like all the operating. You actually see like a lot of blood. Yeah, I actually saw that. Um, which actually, for the most part, I didn't notice a lot because there's a lot of blood in the TV show. But like, there's some things that I read about how the scene, like, there's a scene when just uh, when they're in the operating tent and a guy's just like neck wound is spurting blood yeah that originally wasn't in the u.s release because it was too graphic i guess or when they made a pg-13 version that blood spatter was not in the in that version of the movie so yeah it was done by 20th century fox and yeah they had a back and forth with the studio to have that r rating instead of it being um rated x or whatever nc-17 because it was just yeah considered too violent and graphic with the blood i would like to see the nc-17 version of mash right and they're actually the camera pans down they're actually doing heart surgery (laughs) yeah oh uh i i'm just trying to think yeah that was great i guess my last favorite like my whole favorite like kind of like scene of the entire movie is when they go to japan and their mm-hmm. whole interactions while they're in Japan was hilarious with them like harassing the nurse to get to the patient and then to operate him on him. And then the like Colonel walks in, he's like, get that dirty old man out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, Oh, we're going to, and then he's like, you're going to be arrested. And he's like, no, oh, this is how this is going to go. We're going to stay for one more day. We're going to be at the pro shop. We're going to go golfing. But if you want to turn us in, you call the general you know, the guy's son, or like the father of the guy that they just saved, I think. And it's just like, you tell your story, we'll tell our story, and we'll see how that goes. And then they just kind of get free reign to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Which was very Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. That that kind of stuff definitely did feel like Hawkeye right there. But yeah. I tried to think of some other fun scenes I had here that I had written down. Uh, father McKay blessing the Jeep. I thought it was just funny for some reason. Um... <laughs> Oh, when Radar steals blood from Henry Blake while he's sleeping. Oh, yeah. That, that was hilarious. He's like, Radar. He's like, shh, just go back to bed. Go back to bed. <laughs> um, oh, this is just a, a line from Margaret. When she's talking to Father McKay, she goes, about Hawkeye, she goes, I wonder how a degenerate like that could have reached a position of responsibility in the Army Medical Corps. 
father goes, hey, he was drafted. Hey, he was drafted. <laughs> yeah. Just like blows it I, off like that. Like, hey, he was just drafted. That's the thing. Like the best part about the movie and the TV show is always the quick wit. Is, and it stands in the movie too, which I really just love. That it still just feels like MASH. A Duke had a fun line too. So Frank Burns gets, in it, gets into it with Hawkeye, ends up punching him. Oh yeah, I was in the mess tent. <laughs> Dives yeah, on the yeah. table and just beats him. When we see him carried away in the straitjacket, what Duke says to Henry, he goes, fair is fair, Henry. If I nail hot lips and hit, hit Hawkeye, can I go home too? yeah i forgot about that that was great yeah i think though my overall favorite scenes though were definitely the uh the shower scene followed by margaret yelling at henry blake and then just her and frank burns being broadcast all over the camp yeah (laughs) hilarious uh let's see here start wrapping this up trying to think if i got any other cool trivia things here this is interesting. So both actors that played Henry Blake in the show and the movie, they died in 1996 within a day of each other. Really? Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds turned down the role of Trapper. And this movie was the 38th movie to be released on home video. The, really? 38th. Top, top 40. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, nominated for a few Academy Awards, only won one for Best uh, Screenplay, which is kind of ironic because uh, later on the screenwriter would say that 80% of it ended up being improv improved by all the actors. So <laughs> hardly anything he wrote made it, but he won an Oscar for his original screenplay anyway. Larry, he's probably just like, thanks. He's <laughs> like, hey, I'll take it. Why not? All right, cool, cool. But, yeah, overall, I would say fun movie definitely has its moments i mean i don't think it's like a complete riot start to finish but it's still pretty good fun movie to watch personally i don't think it belongs in the top 100 afi top 100 list personally i would say like yeah like it's a fun comedy but i think the show at this point outpaces the movie by far i think could you we just way more time for character development Right. And I, I don't know, just more jokes that land. But I don't know. Again, the adult humor in this was pretty funny. And I guess this is one of the first movies to ever have an F bomb dropped in it. We hear it during the football game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, looking at my notes here. I'm an open picture. Oh, I, I did like that uh, end credit scene too. Just the voiceover and saying all the actors' names as their faces flash for the screen and then black. Yeah. Just like boom, done. Like, oh, I was waiting for like, you know, more go to black and then more credits start rolling up. And then it just says, ready to cast your next video. I'm like, oh, that's quickest end credits I've ever seen. Yeah, that was great. I don't know. Yeah, that overall. I like the movie if and I think if people like MASH, they will like the movie. Although I feel like most people who like MASH have already seen the movie. I think we were just kind of holdouts. Yeah, I think a lot of people have seen it. I mean, at least if you're 40 plus, definitely 50 plus, everyone over 50 has probably seen the movie. But yeah, it was fun to see it again. I liked it better this time around than I did the first time around. First time around, I hardly laughed at all and just couldn't get into it. 
this time I got into it a lot more. Still don't think it's like AFI top 100 material. Like I would argue um, a movie that came out two years before it, the original Yours, Mine, and Ours with Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball. Way funnier. <laughs> but that's just me. But this stuff I had, it's good yeah, moments I mean, in it for sure. To Yours, Mine, and Ours too. But no, I don't know. Like it's a good movie. I I had a thought that was just like, well, if I was trying to get somebody into MASH, would I show them the movie or show them the TV show? I think I would still show them the TV show. Yeah. Because I feel like you have to already like MASH or at least have like an affinity for that type of movie if you want to sit through two hours of that skit type comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, but the, I mean, the TV show, 22 minutes, like boom, you know, 20, 25 minutes, boom, boom, boom. Just jokes and witty banter and great and, charisma. And, if, yeah, and if I remember too, it's got a pretty good pilot as well. Yeah, I mean, nothing, if nothing else, the movie made me want to go back and watch MASH since, yeah, it's on Hulu. I and you've been watching it. It's on Hulu. Just got to make sure you put it back to where I left off. <laughs> Unless you got your own Hulu. I got my own Hulu. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, I use my girlfriend's Hulu. So not mine, but it, it's... Uh, you should watch it. I've been watching it for... It's been like a year now to get to where I am. But I mean, I've been just here and there, an episode here and there. And it, it's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's the perfect show for that. It's like episodic, like doesn't... It, it's a great show to fall asleep to. Like yeah. just put on at night before bed. It's it's actually you know you're right. That's a perfect show. Like it's not like too over the top. It's just fun. You know you're right. Kind of light and breezy, minus the blood. Yeah, but yeah, still pretty light and breezy. Light and breezy. All right. Well, that's our talk for Mash the movie from 1970. 50 years Ooh. old already. All right, Daniel. Well, let's wrap it up here. Where can our audience find us? You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you like about MASH. Love the movie. Prefer the TV show. Let us know. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Share the podcast with friends. It helps the show grow. We hope everybody's doing good at home and staying safe out there. Uh, Let us know on our social media, you know, whether it's Twitter or instagram let us know if you got any suggestions because i mean we're open to just whatever i mean we got we got time we got access to any kind of movie if there's something you dine here us talk about let us know and if you're on itunes leave us a five-star review those help and we'll talk to you next time on movies and brews cheers <laughs>